probably the thing that I get asked about the most is how do you stay productive? What does the time management tips and skills look like? And I wanted to talk about it today. I think that this is one of the most important skills that you can really hone and work on in your life. And then also, if you're listening to this in real time, on October 15th, I will be hosting a little virtual training on how to best plan out your days, months, and weeks, and just what that looks like, what you should be planning for, how to stay productive, how to stay on task, all of those things. And I'm really excited for this training. It's going to be an hour long, really, really granular, like all of the nitty gritty details, step-by-steps. And I wanted to give a little taste of that today. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about time management tips, specifically day-to-day, Um, Not so really much the broader picture of like your month and week, but either way, it's going to be super beneficial. So let's jump into this podcast episode and talk all about time management tips. Today's drink of choice is a coconut almond decaf latte, okay? This drink, it's just refreshing to me. It's not very fall, but I also can only do pumpkin things for about like two weeks. Then I get a little pumpkin out. So we just have coconut almond. It's delicious. It gives me almond joy vibes. It's delicious. So good. And yeah, so that's what we're drinking today. Honestly, life has just been really sweet lately. If I'm, if I'm going to be like straight with you guys, it's just been sweet. I feel like it's been fun to see in the last couple of weeks, kind of this platform grow a lot. Um, There's so many new listeners and I just, oh my gosh, you're literally the coolest person ever. Like I'm so grateful for you and the fact that we're talking about this is just so fun. Um, So I love you, but it's been really cool to see. We also host small group um, on Thursdays in our home and it has just been like such a fun time to hang out with everybody and to watch each of us get to grow closer to Jesus and in such unique ways too. And so we've got guys and girls and it's just, it's a good freaking time. Okay. We have a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it's just everything we wanted for this new home. We prayed over this house so much. We just prayed that it would be a place of peace and rest and it would be a place of welcoming and that people would come in here and just feel the presence of God and feel so loved and welcomed And it's really cool to see how we've only lived here for, you know, two months and already we're getting to experience kind of that blessing. So yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling very content in life right now, which I'm trying to soak in as much as possible. But with that being said, I'm also crazy, crazy busy. Okay. So we have full-time job nine to five. Okay. Monday through Thursday, I work at Project Rescue, which is an anti-human trafficking ministry. I'm the lead communications person there. So I head up all of the communications that goes out for this massive ministry, which is so fun, such a blessing. And I love it. But on top of that, I have this brand, which I adore and put a lot into. I have my own social content, which I also put a lot into. I treat that like a real full-time job. And honestly, that's where the majority of my income comes from is social media um, for my personal accounts. And then also on top of all that, I have another job where I am an influencer coordinator for a company and they're the sweetest ever. It's so flexible, but I absolutely love what I get to do with them. And on top of that, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. 
Okay, get ready for a secret. I have a publishing deal for a book. You guys are the only people, no, I'm not telling anyone else publicly. We're not going to talk about it. It's not launching until 2024. So we have time, but I will be a published author and the publishers are so cool. I'm working with some editors, some designers for the art cover, and they are just the sweetest people ever. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I feel so honored. You know, when I wrote this book originally, I sent it out to a couple of um, publishers and editors and was like, hey, is anyone interested? And I actually had two people contact me and say that they wanted to publish it. Um, and, you know, after some negotiations and conversations and all the things, um, we are officially getting published. So the contracts are signed, which is insane. It's, it's insane. Um, and also, like, I get to speak at a couple of events later this year, which is so just mind-blowing that we're here and we're doing the things that I think we've always dreamed of. And for a long time, it's it's hard because you constantly want to keep looking forward and where where's next, what's next. But really, at this point, we just get to celebrate for a few minutes of like where we've come. So all that being said, a lot of people ask me, how do you do it? Because there's a lot on my plate. Um, Matt and I are also finishing up training for fostering. So we're going to start that in 2024. We've got a couple, we got, I got to go get CPR certified and um, I have to go get fingerprinted by the FBI. So once those are done, we're going to literally be able to start fostering too. So we have a lot of crazy, crazy things. My husband is in the army. He is also in the middle of um, his master's degree because he's going to be a chaplain. So he's getting a pretty intense degree, a master's in divinity. And he also works full time for a, um, he sells luxury cars like BMWs and Mercedes and fancy things. So that's his full time job. And then on top of that, he also works for our church. He is the next gen youth intern because um, he just volunteers and does that. And yeah, so we both have a lot on our plates and a lot of people are like what the heck like how are you guys doing this and so I wanted to share with you a couple time management tips like I mentioned in the intro we do have a really intense training coming up so it's going to be an hour long and you can sign up for it in the show notes and what this training is going to be is it's how I plan out my month week and day in order to stay on task and be productive so it's going to be virtual you can just hop on the zoom we're just going to go over like some powerpoint points and i'm just going to lay it all out there for you and get really really granular in the details but today we're going to be a hair more topical because i don't want to necessarily get into the month week planning portion but there are some really good tips for time management that I've picked up over the years of just doing school and work and all sorts of fun side hustles. And I want to talk about them. I want to talk about how we can best use our time to remain productive, but avoid burnout. I literally will avoid burnout like it's the plague. Like it's going to take me out at any minute because I've dealt with it. I've been really bad at time management before to the point where burnout is exhausting and it takes it, it takes it out like I'm not kidding it will take you out and we don't want that we want a balanced life and so what this time management is really the main goal behind it is an abundant life okay my my like life verse the verse that I love so much is John 10 10 and in that verse Jesus finishes by saying I came so that you may have life and live it abundantly okay and that word is just so beautiful to me because 
we're not just meant to accomplish a couple tasks. We're not meant to just wake up and hit, hit the ground running and start grinding really hard and do work. And we're also not meant to just lay around in bed all day and be lazy or, you know, deal with the repercussions of burnout. We are meant to live an abundant life. But what is an abundant life consist of? And, you know, this is something that I really want to work towards. This will be a theme that you guys will see in the next year of what this podcast is talking about is like, what does it mean to live an abundant life? And there's three portions. We'll break this down later. But, you know, you have your mind, which is your personality, your will, it's your emotions, it's who you are. You have your body, which is your physical, um, just space that you take up. It's, it's your appearance and it's a part of you as much as your mind, will, and emotions. And then you have the spirit, which applies to the Christians where God literally has his spirit come and dwell within you to help guide you and lead you and discern different situations. And, you know, your, your mind, your soul, those to me are off are like kind of the same thing, your mind and your soul, um, connects deeply with your spirit and then your body gets to work those things out and take action. So you have to encompass all of those things in order to live an abundant life. You have to encompass who you are truly, which is a very dimensional human being. So when you're thinking about what does it mean to live an abundant life, you have to think about those three aspects of you know, feeding your mind, your soul, feeding your body, and then feeding your spiritual relationship with God. And if one of them is lacking, you're going to see pain in all of them because they're all equally important. Truthfully, I mean, really. And it's just really, really important to care for your body in every single way and care for your mind and then also care for your relationship with Jesus, your spirituality and that side of you. So, what does this have to do with time management? When you are planning out, when you're coming up with what you need to do, when you're working on managing your time, you have to keep this in the forefront of your mind. This has to be a priority is that you're not just trying to see how much more you can fit in a day, but you're trying to fill your day with truly impactful things. You're trying to fill your day with things that are making your abundant life a possibility. That's what time management is ultimately for is so we can fill our days with things that truly matter, not just more checks in the boxes, okay? So now that we know a little bit about what we're trying to manage with our time, what we're trying to do, you know, I want to get a little bit more into the nitty gritty. So something that I've recently started doing probably within the last like couple months is giving my days labels in terms of what I will do is I will assign each day a overall theme almost, okay? So I'll give you an example. On Mondays, that the theme for Mondays pretty much always is going to be produce, okay? Because Mondays I have meetings. Mondays are my heavy days. I literally am setting my schedule for the rest of the week. I am trying to field phone calls. I'm trying to get rid of all of those meetings and get them off my plate. And I try to make meeting Monday a really, really intense day where a lot of focus is on producing all of the things that I need to get done. Okay. So Mondays are a producing day. I am going to just sit down and knock out as much as I possibly can on Mondays. And I know that. So Sunday night going into Monday morning, I know what that day is going to consist of. I know my goals for the day are revolving around producing tangible or 
immaterial things that have to happen. I'm just going to be checking boxes on Mondays. Usually I have like two pages full of to-do lists that I'm just check, 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 check. And I just work my butt off on Monday. So that's what a Monday looks like for me. And I, I label it. It's a producing day. But on Tuesday, I can't necessarily carry in that same energy. And I know that about myself. I know that if I put two producing days next to each other, usually the second day I'm slacking. That's just the truth. So what I will do is I will label Tuesday my creative day. That's what I call it. Okay, so what does this consist of? Well, I make sure I do my absolute best to make sure I do not have meetings on Tuesdays. Okay, I will usually wear a lot chiller of an outfit. Like I dress up on Mondays because I've got meetings. Tuesday, I'm going to wear like leggings and a sweatshirt. I am going to get on my walking pad and I'm going to be creative with my jobs. So for Project Rescue, what does that consist of? That means that I'm going to be working on the website and getting new designs. I'm going to be really like planning things out. I'm going to be really forward thinking. I'm going to just like enjoy the tangible work of like working with our graphic designer and saying, hey, let's redo these pieces or updating these things. And then once I'm off of work Tuesdays or during my lunch hour, what I will do is really just embrace like the creativity of, okay, you know what? I'm going to prep this week's podcast. I'm going to edit the podcast audio. And I just lean into a lot more of just the, the fun side of it. Cause I got so much done on Monday. I, I was checking all those boxes off so I can lean into that. So, you know, I have a productive day and a creative day. And then what I have is reset days. Okay. So Friday is my reset day and I label it reset because usually I put a lot into the week. So Monday was super productive. Tuesday was creative. And then I go back and I do Mon uh, Wednesday's productive and Thursday's creative again. And I love that so much, but then by Friday I am, I'm, I'm done. I'm tired. So I label that my reset day. And I get to take a little bit of time to do some rotting. If you don't know what rotting is, I encourage you to go listen to the rotting episode that we recently did. But I take some time to just like detach a little bit and just like relax, like not make my mind go a million miles an hour. I will do a little bit of work here and there. I'll do some posting on social media. Maybe I'll edit some videos, but really I'm just, I'm taking Friday to kind of like zone out for a little bit. I'll meet some people for coffee. Usually I just try to relax and just be okay. Saturday, I go back to a creative day. Saturdays are my podcast recording days. Saturdays are the days that I lean into a lot of the bigger decisions that I make for inspired lady. I will plan out new weeks. I, I know that Saturday is another creative day and then Sunday I get another reset day. So I have two reset days a week and then three creative days and two productive days. And that's not saying that I'm not doing anything creative on the other days. That's not saying that I'm not doing anything productive. But what it is, is that I have an intention each day. I know my intention for that day going into it and what it needs to look like in order to stay on track with my goals. And again, sometimes I wake up on a Tuesday and I'm like, I'm ready to hit the ground running. I'm ready for another productive day. So I'll switch Tuesday and Wednesday. And I know my intentions are going to switch. But overall... I have labeled what I want to get out of my day. And when you go into a day with such clear expectations for yourself, you're going to find that you hit those expectations more often than not, even if there's distractions. So even if something's crazy and let's say we're out of town on a trip or something happens and I am maybe not able to hit all my goals, I still try to be intentional with my expectations. So on Monday, I know I need to be productive. 
Well, if I'm in the car all day because we're taking a road trip, there are still small things that I can be doing to be productive, either on my phone or in conversation, calling people, whatever, listening to podcasts. I can still show up and be intentional about what that day looks like for me. Okay. So a big, big portion is assigning the days. Okay. Next thing that will help you be really, really productive in time management. Okay. So now, you know, your intention for each day is to time block. Okay. Time blocking is so crucial to me in my, in everything that I do. Okay. And let me say this routines are platforms for us to grow on, not cages that hold us down. We are not meant to be so tightly held onto our routines where we're not able to be flexible with things, but rather it's just the foundation for what we do so that way we can build off of it. That's what a routine is. So when I go about my routine during the day and in my time blocking, first of all, I time block most of my days differently. So I have time block set up for a productive day. So when I assign a day as my productive day, I have a distinct set of time blocks that that means. So that means that in the morning, I'm going from from 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. are meetings. I'm going to schedule all my meetings in that time in my productive day. And then in the afternoon, I need to hit admin. I need to do my emails. I need to do all of that. So I'm going to, you know, assign two hours to that. And I time block within that day. Every single day for me looks totally different. And that's how I want it. I don't want every day to be the exact same over and over and again, because I get bored with my routines. And I know that about myself. So I time block consciously within what the day is. So on Saturdays, I time block between the hours of one and three, simply for podcasting. That's two hours, more than I actually need. But I'm able to then enter this creative space that's assigned for myself. And I don't have distractions with that. So for every time block that I have, I have a different do not disturb setting on my phone that turns on automatically. Okay. So when you go into your phone settings, you can create specific do not disturb. So like I have a mindfulness one, I have a work one, I have, so I have different ones that are labeled. So it depends on what the time block is, but I automatically have them set up. So when I look at my phone, I know what that is. So like right now it's 215. And I have the focus do not disturb on, which means no, no one can get through this do not disturb because I know I'm podcasting. So even Matt, even if Matt tries to call me right now, my husband, he's not getting through. But when I have my work do not disturb on, any of my coworkers and my husband can get through my do not disturb. So I'm constant, so I can get calls from anyone that's there, but no one else. And then on Fridays, I have a do not disturb for literally everyone except for my mom, brother, dad, and my husband. Everyone else, you can't contact me on Fridays. And I do this intentionally because the biggest time waster, the biggest thing that's going to take away from your productivity is other people trying to encroach on your time. Now, that's not their fault. You know what I mean? That's the society we live on. That, that when you call someone, they answer. When you text someone, they text back. When you DM me, you expect me to show up and answer in that DM. But it also takes away from my mental capacity. It's constantly taking my brain and switching what it's focused on. And that means that whatever I'm doing, I'm not going to be able to show up as the best version of myself. So if I'm with you at coffee, most of the time, my do not disturb will be on. 
and no one else is going to touch that time because I'm going to be intentional with what I'm doing with you. Same when I'm working. If I'm sitting down working on the book, I'm very intentional. No one is going to touch that do not dis- No one's going to be able to get through my do not disturb because I'm going to be intentional about that time. I blocked that time off for a reason. It's like I'm at an appointment and you cannot talk to me. If I was, if I was in the dentist appointment, I'm not going to sit there with the freaking dentist's hand in my mouth trying to talk on the phone. No, you can't talk to me while I'm at the dentist. The same way you can't talk to me when I'm doing other things, right? So I'm very intentional about who can talk to me during what blocks of the day. And that might sound a little crazy. And I know that like we, like Bob Hope, I think that's his name. He does this thing where he is constantly available to all people at all times. Like he has, he literally will put his phone number in the books. And I think that's admirable, but also I just, I need to be more intentional than that. I want my life to be intentional in the moment and not constantly be pulled in different directions. That's just the way I want to live. So I time block my workouts. I time block meal planning time, grocery time. I time block my morning routine. So from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., it's time blocked. I know exactly what I'm doing and it's not on my phone unless I'm recording my morning routine. I literally time block, obviously, all of my meetings, creative spaces, podcasting time, everything. Everything is given a time and name when it comes to my what my days are full of, okay? Another thing is really being able to understand if you need a day off to have grace, but also to push through laziness. Because I want to give my body grace. I want to give myself grace. But at the same time, there are days where I can't push off things because I need to show up and honor the commitments I've made. And this podcast is a really good example. You know, I was talking to Matt and Matt's like, I just can't believe how consistent you've been with this podcast. And I was like, I've made a commitment to you. You who are listening right now, I made a commitment to you to show up and, and talk about something that's going to help benefit you. I'm not going to break that. that. That's a commitment I promise I've made to you. And I want to show up for you. And so when you do this, when you are trying to combat laziness, one of the best tips I have for you right here, if you're feeling lazy, set an alarm, give yourself 10 minutes and say, in 10 minutes, I need to go do X, Y, Z. Okay, so in 10 minutes, I'm setting an alarm for 10 minutes and I'm going to get through as many emails as I possibly can. I'm just going to set it and try to answer them, archive them, organize them, do whatever. By the time you're through that 10 minutes, you will have been so intentional during that time that you will have gotten farther than you can possibly imagine. And usually you're like, you know what? I'll just finish the project. No big deal. And you're able to literally combat any feeling of laziness. Like I said, have grace for yourself. There are days where I am like, I just can't do this. And you have to know your own mental capacity on where you need to draw the line for yourself but don't be so focused on giving grace and I'm putting that in air quotes constantly that you fall into a pattern of laziness okay we we want to avoid that we really do so set an alarm 10 minutes get what you need to get done intentionally and then guess what you have so much more free time all of a sudden open up okay So that is a huge tip that I would highly, highly suggest you just take advantage of. And like I said, I want to say this again, routines are platforms for us to build on, not cages that keep us down. 
So when you're building out routines, when you're building out time blocking areas, when you're making your planner and you're going in your calendar and setting all this up, don't look at this as a punishment or as something that you have to do in order to be productive. Rather, look at it as a tool that is helping you stay managed, helping you manage your time. So your time is actually spent doing something productive. If you manage your time well, all of a sudden you're going to have more of it. That's just the truth. People always ask, how do you have time for everything? That's because every hour of the day is assigned to a specific task. I'm going to get something done. And the more intentional I am with what I'm doing, the more free time I all of a sudden have in that hour. Like I said, let's say emails. If I procrastinate going through emails and I'm scrolling on TikTok and, okay, you know what? I'm actually going to go put this away. And mm, okay, I'm actually going to go call this person. I've now taken that simple task and made it into a much bigger deal than it needed to be. So if you assign your, your task and give it a name, give it a time it needs to be done, and then are so intentional about it, or avoid distractions and remove all of those extra things, you're going to just notice a huge, huge difference in the amount of time you have, the energy you have, and just your overall feeling of productivity. It's amazing. So like I said, if you're interested in hearing more about really granular details of what I plan out every single month, every single week, and every single day, and how that works, I highly encourage you sign up for the virtual class. It's going to be Sunday, October 15th. The link is in my show notes right now. So you can easily go register for that. It's free. It's easy. It's online. You can keep your screens off and you can just listen. It's going to be like an extended podcast episode. And we're just going to get really, really granular in this. And I'm super excited. It's in partnership with my girl, Hannah Hughes. I love her so much. She's one of my best, best friends. And she is just such an incredible woman who literally is just a powerhouse for God, for goal setting, for literally everything. And she just had the sweetest little baby. I'm obsessed with her kids. Literally the cutest things ever. So anyways, I hope, I hope to see you there. And actually, why don't you guys go ahead and either comment or DM me if you're coming because I want to celebrate the fact that you're going to be there. It's going to be so, so much fun. And I hope that this episode was helpful in just giving you guys some ideas on how you can better manage your time. Love you.